So thanks again for joining me. I'm Carrie Little, Smart Girl Media Marketing, also a licensed real estate agent and designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group. I should say broker owner, but you know, state of Illinois, we like to do some things a little bit differently. So, the, so really, if you went to Facebook and just simply typed in Real Estate Live, you would find me or you'd find our group. If you go to my bio and you click, I think it says Real Estate Live, you can just, you're redirected right to the Facebook group. Um, I'm pretty sure it's there in IG. If it's not, let me know and I'll add it again. But literally, if you just type in Real Estate, L-I-V-E, you'll see Marky and I. You can't miss us. You can't miss us. So, um, I th so Tuesday. Let me tell you what I did on Tuesday. Um, if you're and, and again, if you're listening to the replay, I shouldn't even tell you the dates. So in Real Estate Live, I show real estate agents how to find the best house to sell in their marketplace based on that market. So depending on the city you live in, and it doesn't matter what city or state you live in you just have to figure out the best house to sell. So I don't care if it's high-end market, I don't care if it's um, mid-range, low-range, you might work a little bit harder depending on your marketplace, but I literally uploaded my spreadsheet and it's a basic spreadsheet where you would go, you probably need, depending on your split, now we all have different splits. So if you were a 50-50 split, 60-40, 70-30, if you're a flat fee uh, agent, a flat fee plus a whole bunch of other fees. Anyway, um, or if you work for um, a company that has a franchise and then there's like a franchise fee, you have to figure out um, your net after um, you make that $100,000 or you have to figure out how much you have, actually have to sell based on your split. But I did put in, I think, 70-30 and 80-20 and maybe 90-10. And really, if you're the 100%, you just need to add up your transaction fees and then deduct. So you probably need to sell about 4.7 million to make $100,000 a year. So what we did is I picked different cities in, in Illinois. I just picked random cities. And then what we did was we looked at the absorption rate. So if you're watching now and you're taking notes, because I'm going to take notes with you, and I'm going to probably write a blog post based on this so you guys can actually see it again and I'll upload that video um, to my blog post. So this is what you need to do. Number one, taking notes, and I'm taking notes with you. Number one, you have to figure out what's selling the fastest in your marketplace. So the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna pick a city. So you pick your city that you wanna sell in. And after doing this, you might say, Carrie, I need a new city. So pick the city. Then the next thing you need to do is look at bedroom counts. Now, I use a tool called InfoSparks, and you don't have to use InfoSparks. You can typically use your own MLS. You just have to figure out how to get the report, or you have to manually build the report. So once you pick your city, you separate the data based on bedroom counts. So you separate data for your city based on bedrooms now you could put in price points like what's selling fastest but i'm going with bedrooms so then when you go over to tools like remind rpr realist wherever you're getting your list i don't if you're buying your list online you know what you want to look for so um once you figure then the, so once you break out the data you need to look up the uh, look at the absorption rate month supply how long is it taking in your city how long is it taking to sell property so when I say absorption rate, and you can Google absorption rate, if you took the pricing strategy course from the National Association of Realtors, it's really broken down, but I'm gonna break it down for you in less than 60 seconds. Number one, a seller's market, actually this is our number three. A seller's market is when the absorption rate is three months or less. So three months or less, if you're taking notes. And if you like this, give me some hearts. And if you have questions, type it in the feed. So three months or less. Then, and I guess everybody's taking notes because nobody's giving me hearts. Um, oops, I didn't mean to flip, flip that around. So then what you're gonna do is you're going to, then. The, so a buyer's market, it, well, let me say this, a stable market is four to six months. And then a buyer's market is seven months or more. So a buyer's market is seven months or more. So thanks for joining me this morning. 
I know for some of you, it's really early or if you um, are on the West Coast, but thanks for joining me. So a buyer's market is seven months or more. Now, typically, um, and when I started in real estate, this was confusing to me. So I actually went to Google and I looked up how to calculate the absorption rate. When you really understand how to calculate the absorption rate, it makes more sense. So when we say three months or less, I'm saying that it is taking three months or less to absorb the inventory in a specific city. So if you are in, if you pick a marketplace and properties are selling in less than three months and assuming nothing else comes on. So if you have 50 properties in your city and, and um, they're on the market and it's taking three months or less to sell off that inventory, we're assuming in a perfect world, nothing else comes on the market. So in a perfect world, because properties are always getting listed, so we'll skew the data a little bit. But when you see three months or less, that means properties are moving and the sellers are winning. And if you look at, the, and the other thing you should do is, so once you look up the absorption rate based on the bedroom counts, the next thing you have to do is you need to click on, and I'm using market stats from showing time, so I'm explaining it that way. And again, and I know, and I'm my MLS, I can get the data. So... When I'm looking at market stats, or in, in my city it's called InfoSparks, or in my state, I, that, I then need to look at closed deals or closed transactions in, in any given time. So it could be 12 months, six months, three months, or last month. So when I look at the closed data, I wanna see what's closing. So for example, if I were to pick a specific city and I see that the closed data for a three bedroom is higher than any other bedroom count, and it was selling three months or less for the absorption rate, I now know that I wanna target three bedrooms to get those listed because that's what's moving the fastest. So that's when I go back to the other tools that I use and I go look for properties and I look at data. So I like to look for properties that don't have a mortgage. I like to look for properties that have um, equity. I like to look at properties where people have been living in their properties for over a decade. So if, um, and again, for those of you just joining me, the, when you start to look at data to try to figure out, I wanna sell a hundred, I wanna make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Now there's more than just knowing the best house cause you gotta still get people to wanna work with you. So again, and really quickly, cause we'll go to the next step. Number one, you need to pick your city. Number two, you need to separate the data based on bedrooms. And then number three, you need to figure out um, what type of market you are in. Are you in a seller's market, three months or less to absorb the inventory? Are you in a stable market, four to six months? Are you in a buyer's market, seven months? Now, just because we're looking at, we could be looking at a stable market or buyer's market doesn't mean you shouldn't target those homes. It just means you're probably going to ask for a 12-month listing agreement because you're sitting on the market longer. The other thing, so then you look at the closed transactions to figure out the best house to sell. Now, and I probably should open up my MLS to really make it relevant for you. So once I then figure out the best house to sell, I then go to, I look at my system. So I'm in Illinois and I'm going to Remind. If you're in another state, I know Michigan also uses Realist. You could use RPR to go find these properties. Um, go look at your, talk to your multiple listing service or your local association to find out how you can get leads. Because I'm pretty sure most of us have tools that you can use. If you don't have Remind, talk to your local association and your MLS and tell them you want Remind. And it is Remind, real estate data mining. So then <clears throat> when I go to these tools, I wanna look for properties that have either equity and maybe no mortgage, maybe a high sell score, which is really a conversation for another day. And that's all based on predictive analytics. So maybe a high or a medium sell score. And then I might wanna look for properties um, where people have been in the property for over a decade. Now there are some, there's data where you can determine, should I be looking at properties that have been where someone has owned the house for 10 years? So if it's 2020, 10 years ago, we were at the bottom of the market in most of our cities. So if you had someone that bought at the bottom of the market, that could be a great listing because they bought low. Now, if you have someone 
that bought maybe in 2017 in my marketplace, we're still going up. We're actually higher price pointed than 2008. And 2008 was when we started to see that downward trend. Now it doesn't mean you shouldn't target those homes, but they met that person or that homeowner may not have the equity to sell. So that's why you have to really get good at looking at data. And a lot of times when I talk to new real estate agents, we're just like, I just need a deal carry. So let me tell you how to do this to make $100,000. So here's a whole new list of steps. And I'm gonna go traditional marketing on some of you. Now I am a little bit older. My husband's walking the grandbaby around the block. So I'm a little bit older, so I really do still believe in direct mail. I believe in walking your neighborhoods. And I, I'm, I am not a cold caller, I'm not a door knocker. I've done it, it's just not for me. But so it doesn't mean you can't. I've had agents, new agents say to me I, that they were like, I'm not coming home till I get a deal because I need this to work. So when we start thinking about real estate, I want all of you to do this. You've picked the city you want to work in and it might be multiple cities. I now want you to pick an area. So I grew up in a city called, um, named Broadview, Illinois. We, don't have, we didn't have subdivisions. So we had streets and blocks. So if I were going to target that area, I would probably go with what are called the golden blocks of Broadview. I would take the, the, the 1900 block, the 2000 block and the 2100 block between 17th Avenue and 25th Avenue. I because there's enough houses there where I can um, actually create a, um, a rectangle or a radius and then I can get a list. So I want you to pick an area. Now where I live today, so I live way out by St. Charles, Illinois. Don't come find me. Um, I just finished that conceal and carry class, but anyway, I digress. Um, then, so I would target the subdivision I live in. Now, so what, I, so what I'm suggesting all of you do, and this is where it gets hard because you have to get up, get dressed, maybe put on makeup, ladies. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna try to say this well. Some of you need to get up, get dressed, and you need to look decent because we think we can just get people to work with us. There was a real estate agent and some of you just need to Google it. Maybe if I can find it, I'll post it in my, um, on my story. There was a real estate agent in another state and he said when he got his license, he would just, you know, throw on his shorts and a t-shirt and go try, you know, chat with his friends and work and, you know, see his family and no one took him seriously as a real estate agent. And one day he was like, you know what? I'm not selling real estate, so something's wrong. If you are not selling real estate, it could be that people aren't taking you seriously. So I'm going to tell you, I don't care if you go to Ross, I don't care if you go to the thrift store, I can shop at thrift store. It's been a while. Uh, TJ Maxx, some of you might need to go get an outfit. Some of us might need to come up with a way to you know motivate motivate us to get up i'm someone that working out in the morning is like it so when i say you need to get up and get dressed i don't mean any kind of way now i do have my shorts and i have on a tank top but if i were going to go walk my neighborhood i'd probably put on a cute uh, blazer and i would walk my neighborhood because people take you more seriously when you look professional. Now, do I think you could wear a cute t-shirt with words and a blazer and a pair of jeans? Absolutely. But if you know people aren't gonna take you seriously, you might need to get a polo and a nice pair of khakis and maybe a, you know, a nice belt. And I, I don't know about you, but I see everybody with jeans and no belt and I don't know, I don't feel like it looks complete. But anyway, I'm almost 50. So this real estate agent, he started wearing a suit every day he would even show up in a suit on july 4th at the barbecue and i don't really know if it was july 4th but um hey hey may cleaning um so he showed up at all of the family events sharp as attack and his family would say oh where are you going oh i just got through showing houses i was working with clients knowing he wasn't but he needed his family to take him seriously and now he's making well over hey jesse well over $100,000 a year because people started to take him seriously because he took his business seriously. So if you are not taking it seriously and getting up every day 
and going to work. And sometimes going to work might mean you need to get dressed and go to the Panera Bread or the Starbucks if you're still quarantined. You need to get up and go somewhere and do some work. So you pick your neighborhood, you pick the subdivision you wanna work in, and it might just be 50 houses that you are going to target every single month. Now, if, we were, if I were to talk about um, strategy, the, if you were gonna do a mailer, let's say you had the money to do mailings, you're gonna mail Monday, you're gonna mail the following Monday, you're gonna, so in four weeks in a row, you're gonna send out a mailer. Then you're gonna go to every two weeks, then you might go to every 21 days, and then you might go to every month, because it takes someone five to seven times to decide to work with you. Now, do I know that social media works? Absolutely. I am more likely to generate a lead from Facebook or Snapchat, because I've been on Snapchat for a while, and I'm more likely to hire a real estate agent from Instagram or LinkedIn. So, the soon as you've figured out where you wanna work, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in social media because you can do social media. Hey, Yana, um, let's see, Eve Marketing Group, I think EV Marketing Group, and Flip Flop Princess. Hey, um, and by the way, when you guys see people in the feed, go follow some of these people, network with some of these other real estate agents because I know I have real estate agents watching from Georgia and you might be able to collaborate and send out referrals. So once you have picked your neighborhood, once you've picked your neighborhood, then what's your, hey, Carlene, I need a photo, Carlene Lewis. Mm. We need a photo on Instagram. So once you've picked your neighborhood, and let's say you don't have the deep pockets to mail, because when I started in 2001, I had a part-time job. I had little kids. Lauren was two. Let me see. No, when I started 2001, Lauren was two. And then three months later, I got pregnant. I didn't have deep pockets, but I had worked. So where I bought my first townhouse, I'd worked for the builder. I knew everything about the subdivision. So now that you, so once you pick the neighborhood, so we talked about strategy for people you don't know. I need some of you to start meeting your neighbors. So what I did was I created a newsletter every single month. And if you go to Real Estate Live, I show you one of the newsletters that I still make. So then I, and here, this is where I think you can afford to spend some money. You can go to ulin.e.com. Hey, Realtor. I think it's, I got to sit back. Is it Icara? Uh, oh, it's, it's Erica Ramirez. You know, I got to step back. And by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but I think we can capitalize some of our names. So you go to Uline, ulin.e.com and buy doorknob bags. So once you, and then, and I'm saying by doorknob bags. Now, if you're in Illinois or Wisconsin, Amazon is across the street from Uline and Amazon buys their doorknob bags from Uline. So if you buy 500 doorknob bags from Amazon, it's gonna cost 25 bucks. If you buy a thousand bags from Uline, it's 25 bucks or 26 bucks, but it costs about 20 bucks to have it shipped. So whether you buy it from Amazon or Uline, it's still about the same cost. If you buy it from Uline and you're close to one of their hubs, you get it the next day. And probably the same with Amazon. So pick one. Now, um, so I am suggesting that you get out and walk. So if you have kids, let me tell you what I did. And this is when they actually helped me. Jonathan is upstairs, the youngest. We, I, I hate to even say the name. So he was the, he was the real estate baby. He's 18 now. So he, um, he was the one that helped. He would help me stuff the doorknob bags. And so, but when they were younger, I would stuff doorknob bags. I would put them on a regular hanger because then they wouldn't slide around. Um, hey, Dwayne. So um, then I would walk my subdivision, 190 townhouses every single month. So I would take the door, I would um, take the newsletter, I would stuff the doorknob bags and we'd walk. So I'd put the kids right in the wagon. Yep. Hey, so I would put, um, yes, the real estate babies are nice. Well, Jonathan, he actually knows what is, he knows when we close on a deal because he's like, didn't you get a commission? I'm like, dude, you need a job. So, I, so, so I'm suggesting that you actually walk your neighborhoods, but in the newsletter, you should have a redirect to social media. So maybe you're gonna create a Facebook group or you're gonna tell people you're gonna be live every Wednesday to talk about the real estate market. You need to get people into social media. So traditional marketing with social media. 
Now, let's say you're like, Harry, I'm not creative and I don't know how to create a newsletter. I don't even know where to get content. Well, you can get to content at um, no cost at houselogic.com slash members, houselogic.com slash members, if you're a member of the National Association of Realtors. So you can get content. But let's say you're like, Harry, I don't know how, I don't, I just, that's still a lot of work. So I'm going to tell you, I would print out a statistical report from my MLS. Yes. So, um, Ms. Tony too, get that six-year-old working because, and then, you know, tell them, Hey, if we're helping mom and dad or, um, your team pass out, put the doorknob bags out, um, you'll, you'll give them five or 20 bucks. The other cool thing is, is that when you do have kids with you and they're helping, you don't look as, um, you look more approachable. So people will talk to you in the neighborhood. And that's how we got to know people. Cause my oldest who was 30, that one, um, he knew every, he knew more people than I did in the subdivision. They were like, cause he used to ride around his, you know, he'd ride his bike and then he would help me. So you look more approachable when the kids are in the wagon and you know, you dress them up decent, just like you, you walk your neighborhood and you actually get to know your neighbors. So here's the tip print out a statistical report. If you have info sparks or market stats from showing time, you can print a statistical report in seconds. Then if you're like, well, Carrie, I still don't want to create a, um, a, um, a newsletter. You can create a flyer in Canva. You can hire someone on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com to create your flyer or your newsletter. Or if you're like, nope, I'm still out, go get the company newsletter and you can print out a letter that said, dear neighbor, I live in the subdivision with you. I'm a licensed real estate professional. If you ever have questions, feel free to call me, text me, or find me on social media. And, um, and you might even say, who better to sell your home than someone that actually has a vested interest in the same neighborhood? Real estate agent in my office, she did this. Her first listing in her first 30 days was a half a million dollars. See, we watch people on Instagram and I'm here to say I am not even at 4,000 followers and that's why, um, and that's because I am, I was, I've been on uh, Facebook forever since as long as they gave it to the old folks. So I was late to the game on Instagram because I didn't really think I needed it. But when you watch people on Instagram and I'm not going to say that I go look up numbers, but there are times when I would look up numbers. We are really good at taking professional photos. We are really good with giving you a persona or a lifestyle. Now, some agents are, this is real life. My, I'm, my husband is very conservative. Well, I'm, that's not, I'm lying. He doesn't tell everything. So I think he just walked in, but he loves cars. And he, I think he bought um, a car that he was not supposed to buy. Are you in the house, Mark? Mark? Maybe he isn't in the house. Maybe that's Jonathan. So. What did you say? Did you buy a car you weren't supposed to buy? Come let, let, let folks see you. Yes, I did. It's out the bag now. Could, sit, sit, come close. What, what did, so, but anyway, we don't post everything on social media. They can't see you. You're like cut off. You, oh, your knees hurt? My knees don't hurt. I'm in so get shape. closer then if your knees don't hurt in I this have, squat. I have a grandchild to watch. Go get it. So um, we don't, come here, TJ. Yeah, grandbaby's here. So um, we don't post like everyone else and give you that lifestyle persona because I just don't think I have to. Now, occasionally you might see me in my car. So I have a, there's grandbaby. Some of you got lots of questions now. He had to send me a DM for the story. But um, we, I have a, a five-speed 2001 Porsche because that was my dream car. But the truth is, is my husband bought it on title. He will not tell me what he paid for it. He had the engine rebuilt, very, very conservative. I don't post all the time. In addition to the fact he just put in a lift in the garage, still trying to figure out why we put in a lift. And then I think he bought a Bentley. And the only reason why I think this is because my Amazon account is blowing up with things to buy for Bentleys. Yeah. I, I wanted a hat. You wanted a hat, so you didn't buy a Bentley. No. Oh, okay. Now, you, if he comes home with a Bentley, you guys, he's gonna have to. Somebody's gonna have to give him a house. Hey, Derenika and Angela. So 
when we see people on Instagram and they're famous, some we feel like, oh my gosh, I got to get to where they are. I have to get to where they are. Stop. I'm a mom. I had young kids when I started in real estate. I need you to get one deal a month. I need you to get, I need you to get a deal. I need you to get a, I need you to get a buyer. I need you to get a listing. And then I need you to get it under contract. And I, then I need you to be consistent because a lot of times as real estate agents, we, um, uh, I think I know who that might have been that just joined. Some of you, I need you to change your names on Instagram so you have real names. Hey, Matthew. So when you start marketing, I, we need to stop thinking we need to get to here overnight, and we need to just work. Um, success does not happen overnight. Now, it can happen quickly if you're consistent. As an entrepreneur, you are responsible for building your business. Your designated managing broker in the state of Illinois, you're in the state of Illinois, your managing broker in some states or the broker owner in most states. You need to realize it is not their job to help you sell real estate. Um, it is our job to teach you how to sell real estate, but it is not our job to give you the leads. Now, if we buy the leads, we're gonna give you the lead and take a percent. But if you realize just the basics of what I started talking about at about 9.03, you can make money. So I took notes for you. And, and I'm gonna, let me just quickly review for most of you. Number one, to make $100,000, I need you to pick the city you wanna work in. Number two, I need you to go to your MLSs. I need you, you to use a data tool to figure out the best house to sell based on bedrooms. Number three, I'm a newbie and you still want to Bentley? Listen, I'm gonna, look, don't go get a note. We don't have car notes, by the way. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I have a car note on my Fiat and it's almost paid off. That's the only car that he bought um, on a note because I drive a lot. And it, it's like $200. I cannot even imagine spending $600 a month on a car note, I cannot. And you should see my garage. We don't do car payments. So number, so number one, pick your city. Number two, separate the data based on bedrooms. Once you have picked the best house to sell, I need you to determine, oh, oh then you need to pick, figure out what type of market are you in? Are you in a seller's market, three months or less, a stable market, four to six months, or a buyer's market? Then once you have, then you click the closed transactions to see what inventory is selling. Then once you have figured out the best house to sell, then I want you to use um, your lead generating system. So in my marketplace, we use Remind. Some of us, excuse me, will use Realist. I know Michigan has Realist. I know um, Baltimore, Maryland has Remind. I know Virginia has Remind because that's where Remind is. I know uh, New Orleans, Louisiana just got Remind. A lot of states have these tools. So I need you to use your data tools to pull the list. Then I started talking about traditional. If you are new, you just need a deal. So we can work on the 100,000, but then what I want you to do is I want you to pick, so think about where you live. Some of us don't wanna work with our neighbors. I wanna work with my neighbors because then I can walk to the listing. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna pick your neighborhood. My example at the beginning was, is I grew up in a neighborhood called Broadview, Illinois, about 10 minutes from downtown Chicago, on a Thursday night at nine o'clock at night. So once, so, and I said, I would, if I were gonna sell in Broadview, I'd pick the golden blocks. So it's a certain, uh, it's not even a radius, it's like a squared off area. I then go to Remind and I pull that list. And I might look at data based on high sales score, medium sales score, has no mortgage, been in the house 10 plus years. Um, and if you've never taken an InfoSparks class with me, you should. Then once I, pull that data set, I'm gonna do a few things. If I can afford to mail, I'm going to start mailing every single week for four weeks. Then I'm gonna to go to every other week. Then I might go to 21 days and then monthly because people may not know me yet. Now, because I grew up in this neighborhood and I'm a twin, people do know us. So, that, so we have some leverage. So I would start mailing. It, and then in my mailer, I might have a newsletter. I'm going to have a redirect to social media. So I'm suggesting you create a private Facebook group for people that come to find you for exclusive information. 
And like, I'm giving away free information to all of you today as real estate agents. And some of you might be my clients. Some of you might say, Carrie, oh, maybe I want to sell real estate. So once you've um, started marketing and you're adding your social media and redirecting them back to social media, now you still might put your phone. And I always say call or text because some people don't want to talk to you. We're more comfortable texting. I might say, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. And um, then I might have a private Facebook group so I can teach you something. Now I might just say, come to my Facebook page and then I'm gonna go live every Wednesday night at seven. Now I just made that up because I don't go live every night uh, on Wednesday night. If you are watching this today and you missed my live at um, this week or any week, you can go to Facebook Real Estate Live in a group that Marky and I have, Marky Lemons and I, um, we have a group where we teach you something. So Marky went live for a full week on how to build a business based on social selling. Then I came and did a follow-up on Tuesday and Thursday night to talk about um, lead generation and how to find those leads. And so this is kind of like a follow-up. So then, if, so if you do this, if you are consistent, you, someone will eventually reach out to you to buy or sell a home. And, and the other tip is, is you have to be someone that understands data. I've, I listened to someone not too long ago and they were saying, yeah, you can call me and I'll help you sell your home. And I'm listening and I'm like, no way. I would never call you because you aren't telling me something. Now, when I say teaching me something, I mean, this person wasn't, didn't know the market. Right now, if I were gonna go, if I were gonna send out a newsletter or I was gonna send out a mailer to a subdivision, Right now, and I pull data, and I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull the subdivision that I market to. I'm gonna, well, I'll pull Broadview. And right now, I'm looking at, and I know you can't see this, but I'm breaking out the data based on bedroom counts. So in Broadview, Illinois, we are, and remember I said three months or less is a seller's market? we are less than a month in inventory. So if I look at homes for sale, in the last 12 months, little of nothing. So what I would be mailing to that marketplace, and that might happen on Monday, because we're, so about six of us are gonna meet at the office because you can't have more than 10. And we are going to be stuffing doorknob bags, stuffing envelopes, old school. When I say old school, we're handwriting envelopes because some of you need to get someone to open the mail and you need some credibility. Now, I, I know people are like, Carrie, that's just too much work, fine. If you do this, someone is going to call you. There are people sitting at home, if the average age of a real estate agent is 54 and you start sending mail, baby boomers and the silent generation, people that are older than 55 or 56, they still like mail. They might like a handwritten note hey, did you know that the market, that inventory is low? And if you're thinking about selling, now is a great time because you're almost guaranteed to get into a multiple offer situation. So those of you, thanks for joining me. Hey, Lisa. So um, it really does pay to know the market in your neighborhood. So really right now, if I were to send out a mailer and someone were to list, their property is gonna fly off the shelf. Now, if I pick, um, the city I live in, and let's see if I can find the, um, I thought I had my neighborhood in here, but I didn't. So right now, based on bedroom counts, yeah, I'm going to actually fix this. So I'm going to look at two to two bedrooms, three to three, and then um, five or more because we don't have any one bedroom. So right now in the city I live in, if you were to list a three bedroom, it's two months or less to absorb the inventory. And then inventory is down for a three bedroom, 35% compared to last year. So in Illinois, our stay at home order went into effect in March. So if I were to just look at the last three months, this is the benefit of using showing times market stats. In the last three months, Inventory was down 40% from last year's April, May, and June. So this is when, when we have um, 
a crisis or when the market changes and people don't know what to do, there's a halt. So if I were someone thinking about selling a home in the city of West Chicago, not Chicago, I would list my house yesterday. And in, when we think of strategy, some of you that are watching, and I know all of you are from different states. When we think strategy as a real estate agent, I would always tell my sellers, I want you to list your house Thursday morning or Friday morning because most people look at houses all weekend. But right now, I'm listing houses any day of the week because I now know, and I've talked to a few of my real estate agents, they are telling their buyers, if you really want the house, I need you to take a vacation day because we need to go see this house tomorrow morning when, when, when daylight hits because they're always, they're getting into a multiple offer situation almost every time. So in my neighborhood, you need to sell houses. And I don't, and, and I, and I know I have people in, again, multiple areas, but I'm going to pull, uh, let's see. Hyde Park in the city of Chicago. And I'm going to go with attached properties. So inventory in Hyde Park, Chicago, Illinois, one of the South suburbs, a very um, trendy marketplace. They are down in two bedroom, attached 17, well, it, attached is up 17%. But month supply, are you trying to make a smoothie or something? Why do you have to? Are you hungry? Can't you just make eggs and bacon? I'm so hungry, Lisa, if you're still watching. <laughs> um, we're working out together. So right now, a three-bedroom in this marketplace is a seller's market. Two bedrooms are sitting a little bit longer, but inventory is low in most of our cities. So if you're just watching, oh, I'm using InfoSparks. Alexis, what state are you in? Remind me. What state are you in? Um, so it's in, you can find this program in Showing Time. If, um, if you are in... FC happening right now. You got to tell me, what are we saying? Okay. I think Alexa just turned on in my garage. So, um, Illinois. Oh, InfoSparks. I mean, InfoSparks. It looks like this. See how far I can get with my cord. That's the data I'm looking at. So if you're listening to my podcast later, if you're watching the replay, I am using a tool called InfoSparks. If you are in a different city or a different, I'm sorry, not a different city in Illinois. If you're in a different state, go to Showing Time and look for market stats. If you are in, hey, Evelyn, give me a neighborhood and I'll look it up for you. Um, if you are in a different state, Showing Time. If you get into Showing Time and you do not see market stats, I'll show you what it looks like. Call showing time and, and upgrade. It is worth every penny. It is worth every penny. So it looks like it's under reports and it looks like this. It's actually blue. So it's one of these reports and it is this one. And I didn't click on it because it turns red for us because we have info sparks. Um, Oh, you need to um, you need to go to Real Estate Live or Smart Girl Media Live. I have a class on how to use InfoSparks. But next week, I might actually do a recap. I like a 30-minute uh, recap. So you said 60628. Let's go look. So in InfoSparks, let's put in the zip code for 60628. I don't know what neighborhood that is, but let's do this. And I'm going to, let's see, what do you typically have? Detached. So let's see what's selling. So you're typically selling a three bedroom. There are some two bedrooms. Here, let me change this to 12 months. So if you're listening to the replay, I am currently looking at 60628. Um, oh, I should just tell, okay. So the median sales price for a two bedroom is 109. The median sales price for a three bedroom is 111. The median sales price for a four bedroom is 115. So if you list a four bedroom, you're probably selling it like a three. 
Um, you are in a kind of a stable market. So properties are sitting a little bit longer. And the best house to sell right now is a three bedroom. Yeah, there are more, there's a lot of two bedrooms. There are, well, there are just as many two bedrooms as four that are selling, but you're typically selling a three bedroom. So what I would do in Roseland is I would go um, into Remind and I would look for properties that are paid off, especially if you're looking for investors. And if you're an investor watching today, just know, call, call Evelyn if you're thinking about Roseland because she has the ability to find properties that are not listed. Now she's not gonna give you the list, so let's just keep it real. But she's gonna go find, see if that seller's willing to sell to you because we took a really hard test took a really long class, depending on who you were, and we've invested and we're learning these tools. But if you are someone that really truly wants to invest, get your real estate license and you can come learn with us. So let's see, I have a question in here. Do you only mail to those targeted? Do you only mail to those targeted houses um, who have a mortgage paid off? No that are more likely to sell? No, I will look, I, so first of all, I like properties that are potentially paid off. Why? Because I know that they have room to sell. But I would also look for properties that have equity. So I'm not just looking for those, but they might get a different mailer to someone that still has a mortgage. So I'm not saying exclusively look for no mortgage, but if you are working with, so in this case, Evelyn, if I, were, if I were looking for properties that I wanted to rehab, or if I had investors, I might want to target properties that are not listed. And if I had a list of say 10 investors or just one, and you want to be honest, because we follow the code of ethics, I might send out a mailer that says, dear homeowner, I'm Carrie with, and I'm with Caremark Realty Group. And I have, um, I, we're, I'm looking for properties and I already have buyers. So if, you're, if you don't really wanna put your house on the market, I can connect you with a buyer. Now you would still write up a contract that you're a seller, the seller would still have their own attorney, the buyer would still have their own attorney. This, I'm not talking wholesale. I am saying that the buyer is going to actually buy the property because there's money in the property. And then the, the cool thing is, is then maybe you could adjust your commissions a little bit differently because you're only gonna represent one person. You're only gonna represent one. You're gonna do notice of no agency. And that document might be different in different states. So when we say, do I only target those? No, I look for properties that are in pre-foreclosure. I look for properties that, are, that have been, I love expireds because a lot of times properties expire because the, the, the current real estate agent or the previous real estate agent listed it too high just to get the listing. In this marketplace, if you are not under a certain price point, you are going to sit. Why? And if you do research, the next generation, they're not buying the big houses that we bought. Although some might because you still might be able to get a deal. So in saying that, if you have a property that has six bedrooms, you're probably going to sell it like a four in some marketplaces. And I say some because I would still have to look at the data. So yeah, I would say you are not limited to properties that are paid off. So do I have any other questions? If I don't have any other questions, let me say this. In my uh, bio, if you click the link, I have a free Facebook class on how to generate leads. You can also use this form. You're welcome, Tanisha. You can also use this, uh, so you can also use the form that I teach you how to build in your direct mail pieces, on your postcards, and to, read, to generate leads. Your job today is inbound marketing. It's to get people to, to, to believe you, to know that you are an expert in your marketplace and not just to be a next real estate agent. Cold call next, nope, 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 next. You wanna build a sustainable business. So if we do have a downturn in the market, because I just talked to um, my US rep, I interviewed him on Wednesday and Unemployment is at an all-time high. It's actually at recession rates. So do I think we're going to have a change in the marketplace? Yes. Do I think we're going to see foreclosures like we did in 2009, 10, 11, and 12? 
No, but do I think we're gonna see them? Yes, we don't have a lot of the bad lending that happened then, but I do think that some people are going to have to sell their homes, but inventory is so low that it's, you can't really get a deal. I mean, you, and so if I were to even look at, so I'm in Rosen still, and if I were to look at these areas and I were to break out the data between traditional bank owned and short sales. Now in Roseland, um, REOs are down 43% from last year and that's a bank owned home. That means the bank took the property in as inventory and they were selling it. A short, short sales, there was only 16 in the last 12 months down 36% from last year. And traditional sales, let me say it like this. There were 466 traditional single family detached home sales. And there were only 73 bank owned and 16 short sales. Now that's still a little bit high, but if I were to pick another area, so I'm gonna pick, I'll go back to where I grew up. So I'll pick Broadview. So Broadview only had a total of seven distressed deals in a year. So if you're someone that's like, I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna get a deal, wait. Stay out of Starbucks, stay out of the coach store, stay out of the Louis store, Red bot, real estate over red bottoms. Stay out of the store. Start making your coffee at home, folks. Start making your coffee at home. If you need something to do like me, because I am someone that, uh, I like TJ Maxx Ross, right? Nordstrom Rack. You need something to do. I started working it out every day with my high school friend, Eric, EB30X, because I need something to do. So what can you do to get yourself busy, start putting money in the bank, start watching the bank account, and then write down your goals for I'm going to be able to invest in property in a year or two. So do I think they're going to be deals? Yes. Do I think they're going to be at great prices? Not right out the gate because there isn't enough of it. And inventory, and I'll go back to the entire marketplace. Right now, when I look at this data, and I'm just going to pick up my computer to show it to you. If you're watching, I'm looking at a trend. If you're listening, I'm looking at a trend line. Um, and that was the bottom of the market in the middle. And that bottom was actually 2012 to 2013. We are now above 2008 prices. If we look at inventory, now look at this. The housing inventory, that's down. So this is, and I know it's probably switched, this is the high end, this is the low end. So inventory is extremely low right now. So if you are thinking of selling your home, call your real estate agent. If you are a real estate agent, you need to, you need to know your marketplace because we need the inventory. If you think you're gonna get a deal, inventory is low. And when inventory is low, Prices go up because we end up in multiple offer situations. So there you have it. The Facebook group, again, is Real Estate Live. And if you go to my bio and you click on my link tree, I am pretty sure Real Estate Group is there. So Real Estate Live with Marky Lemons and myself. And we, we teach you something. We have units. So if you watch unit one, which is Marky's, and if you watch my unit on you need to know your target market. You can generate, you can sell real estate. And I, and so before I end, I am going to recap for those of you that just joined and some of you that stuck with me. Here we go. Here's the recap. And then I'm going to end. I have to teach class at 11. Number one, pick the city you want to live in. Number two, and I'm using InfoSparks or MarketStats, separate the data based on bedrooms. Look at the month supply. Look for look for the areas that are sellers markets. Now you should you can target all markets, but the sellers market is what's selling the fastest. You're welcome, Realtor Erica. So um, sellers market is three months or less. A stable market is four to six months. That's when buyers and sellers come together, and it's like an, an a pretty win win negotiation. And then a buyer's market is seven months or more. So let's look for those sellers markets. And then you're going to look at the closed transac transactions to see what the inventory looks like. So you're going to look for like if three bedrooms, there's more that's selling and it's a seller's market. Awesome. Then number five, you're going to go to the place where you generate leads. So for me, it's Remind or Realist in some of our markets, RPR. And you're going to export those lists based on data. And some of that data might be 
high sales score, medium sales score, has no mortgage, has um, equity 10 years ago was 2010, 2012, 2013 was the bottom of the market. That means people bought houses at better prices. So they would be a great candidate to sell. The other tip is, and I'm going old school on you, and then I'm going to end. I want you to pick an area. So I like the subdivision where I bought my first house. If I were to look at Broadview, um, I would pick out the golden blocks. And those are the first blocks built in the city I grew up in. And then I would go to Remind and I would find the list. So where I have a townhouse, there's 190 townhouses. So then if you want to just go basic, write a letter. Dear neighbor, if this is, the neighbor, this is your neighborhood you live in, um, who best to sell your house than your neighbor? Now that's very basic. You might just need to introduce yourself. Don't make it three paragraphs. Nobody's going to read it. Then I would put in a report from InfoSparks or MarketStats. And if you don't have these reports, then um, build your own. And I'm gonna show you what these reports look like. And if you're listening, just go to InfoSparks. They look like this. I'm gonna print this puppy out. And then I'm going to stuff it in a doorknob bag and put it on all the door, doorknobs in the neighborhood. And then I'm going to have a call to action either in my letter or my newsletter to redirect you back to a fa private Facebook group or that I'm gonna go live on social media so they can learn something. Your goal is to get the inbound marketing. Your goal is to generate leads and have people call you. And don't be shocked when they do because a real estate agent in my office did just that. She typed a letter. She printed out this report. She bought doorknob bags from Uline, U-L-I-N-E, or Amazon. Then she put out all of those doorknobs and someone called the office and asked to speak to her. And we called her and we were like, someone called to list their house. She was like, what, huh? I'm like, what did you do? She paused, she was like, oh, I put out doorknob bags. I said, somebody wants to sell their house. And her first listing was a half a million dollars. This works. So in order to get to $100,000, you have to get up, get dressed, and get to work, and you have to be consistent, and you have to follow through. So thank you for joining me. Um, again, I have a free Facebook class on smartgirluniversity.com. The link is in my IG bio, Carrie J-O Little. Follow me here. Follow me on uh, Real Estate Live or Smart Girl Media Live on Facebook. And I do have a podcast. I'm probably syndicated everywhere. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Carrie Joe Little, everywhere. So thanks for joining me. Thank you for those of you that actually tapped on those hearts. Everyone have a great weekend. It's supposed to be hot in Illinois tomorrow. So I will see you later. Bye.